Welcome to the True Transformation Podcast with your host, me, Josiah Novak. Welcome to the podcast. Here's my daddy, Josiah Novak. What's going on, party people? Josiah Novak in the building. Hope you're doing well. Welcome back to the True Transformation Podcast. It's Friday, at least where I am. So today is AMA, Ask Me Anything. And we have three topics that I'm covering today that over the week came up from you, the listeners, uh, people who follow me on social media, clients. And I want to address these because these come up a lot. And so uh, every single Friday we'll be addressing questions from you. So if you have them, ask me on social media. Uh, you can post them in your review of the podcast if you haven't already left a review, and uh, we'll na- we'll answer them every Friday. So today's topics, just in case you want to skip to the topics that you want to hear about, first one is if you have elderly or older parents or relatives and they need to start working out, what would I suggest for a starting plan? So we'll talk about that. And... Question number two is how to set up your morning routine for success. Do I have a morning routine? That question came up. And question number three was what are the key habits that I've implemented into my life to stay in shape? So we're going to talk about those. And we're going to talk about probably a bonus tip at the end about motivation because motivation continues to be a topic that comes up, and rightfully so. I mean, I'm writing a whole book about it right now. So it'll be discussed uh, at at a very frequent basis, all right? So, hey, if this is your first time listening to the show, thanks so much for being here. We're going to jump into the AMA. Just a quick favor. If you enjoy the show, right, if you get something out of it, no pressure to do anything right now, but if you get something out of it, please subscribe. And if you continue to listen and you love it, feel free to leave us a rating and review. That's really helpful when it comes to getting the podcast out there to more listeners, more people who we can help. And uh, we're going to grow this this thing and help lots and lots of people, but we need your support to do it. So appreciate that in advance. Um, We do have a free guide if you want to go grab it. It's over at lookgoodnaked.co. And uh, we have some cool sponsors coming on the show uh, very soon. So you may have heard some advertisements. Um, those are advertisements that our team has just been testing out, but we have some really cool people coming on as sponsors, like some really cool stuff. So stay tuned for that. I'm so excited to partner up with some amazing companies. But in the meantime, let's get into the AMA. Okay, question number one was, how would I start a training program or workout routine for older folks, elderly folks, people who just maybe have been out of the game for a long time and need to start something just to extend their lifespan, to extend their quality of life, uh, what would I recommend? Okay, so first and foremost, um, the, the, the most important thing when you're starting out late in life and maybe you have pre-existing issues, um, Maybe your body just does not move like it used to move and you have to be more careful. We want to assess the current state, right? We don't ever want to just throw somebody into a workout plan. Even if it's a a very low-intensity style workout plan, there can be issues that pop up if we're not careful, all right? So we want to assess movement patterns. We want to assess mobility. 
you know, can they extend their arm overhead, right? I mean, can they uh, extend their arm behind them? Can they get into a squat? Can they stand up, sit down? Those things are important because then we can start to figure out where we need to focus a lot of our attention. And that leads me to the next step, which is we need to focus on the areas that they're struggling with. It could be hip mobility. It could be shoulder mobility. Most of the time, people uh, who are older have issues in those areas because they're sedentary, right? They sit a lot. Um, they hunch over sometimes, so their shoulders get tight, rounded. So we want to work on those areas as we get into workouts, right? So there's a term for it. It's called priming. Um, you want to prime the body for the training program that you've laid out for the day. You could call it a dynamic warm-up, whatever you want to call it. It's important to have it included in the program, especially for those who might be more susceptible to injury. How I would typically set up a program is something like two or three times a week, training functional movement patterns, full body. Okay, So things like training their body to be stronger in a seated to standing position like a squat, but probably assisting the squat with either a um, a chair of some kind, like a bench, um, to give them the opportunity to box squat, right? Um, <clears throat> picking things up off the floor if they have the ability to. But I would keep the range of motion a little bit smaller, meaning I would make sure the object that they're picking up off the ground is raised up so they're not in a full deadlift hip-hinged position. Now, I am dropping some terms here that you may not be familiar with, but just understand that we have to think about the movements that we do every day. So sitting up, standing, uh, picking things off the floor, arms overhead, uh, arms extended out in front, chest press, and then a back row, driving the arms straight back horizontally, and a vertical row, arms overhead to driving the elbows down and back. Those are the main movements that we all perform. Arm curls, arm extensions for triceps. Um, core work is important, but obviously if someone's older and they have a hard time getting on the floor, and up, then we have to do some core work maybe in a standing position, right? Maybe where we do some band work um, where we're doing rotations with a band or rotations with some kind of uh, stick object like a bar or something like that, right? So we can also use um, things like a, a physio ball, like uh, a ball that you, you, know, like you blow up, um, exercise ball, whatever you want to call it. You can use that for support um, when they're doing things like crunches or like a squat against the wall. You can put their put a ball in their back so they have that support. Um, you can do chest press on the ball. You can do a lot of things. Um, you can do use a bench. Um, but at the end of the day, it's really about safety. It's about functional movement patterns and training their whole entire body. So there's you know not a lot of imbalances once they've started to really get into the program. Um, take things slow, you know, body weight only or just no weight at all, just getting the movements right, getting the form right. Um, and like I said, two to three days a week of just full body work with in between days being focused on stretching, walking, uh, and just active recovery, okay? So uh, great question. Uh, it came up actually a few times this week uh, because people have people, you know, parents or our grandparents who they want to encourage to get active, but they're just not sure how to get them started. Um, so just know that, you know, at the end of the day, it's about getting their body moving uh, safely and focusing on weak areas, things that are imbalanced or things that are tight and don't have range of motion, getting those things fixed. Okay. So that's really, really important. Okay. So that's 
Question number one. Question number two was how or how important are morning routines and do you have a morning routine? So um, everybody has routines, okay? I mean, whether we consider them good routines or not, we're all creatures of habit. We're all, you know, built to do similar things day in and day out. It's, I mean, habits and routines basically run our success, right? They give us success or they lead us further away from success. So a morning routine is important. Um, It depends on your specific goals and situations. Some people, you know, have to get up really early and go to a job uh, or an office. Um, Some people uh, work from home now and the mornings are kind of chaotic because their kids are there and school's starting and they got to drop them off at school. One thing I would encourage you to do is don't get caught up in trying to perfect a morning routine because there's always going to be things or ideas that come up that quote unquote will enhance your routine. And if you try to incorporate all of them, you might drive yourself crazy, right? Like I I know there's a, a running joke on Twitter about like perfection in the day, right? Like what's your day look like? It's like, oh, I wake up at 3 a.m. I get out and stretch for an hour and then I do my my first workout of the day and then I take a cold shower and then I, you know, go kill my food for the day. And, you know, it's like a joke, right? It's like the most perfect routine. And the, to be honest, like it's overhyped because that in itself would probably drive you insane if that's what you had to do every day. Um, I would have a couple of key things that you do that sets you up for success for the day. It could be something like, hey, when I wake up, uh, I drink X amount of water and then I go for a walk, right? Gets my mind right for the day. Uh, for me, I like to do something active uh, in the morning, whether that's a training session or a walk. It varies based on the day. But getting active is super important for my mindset and for my, my the rest of my day. Um, I typically get up, drink some water, uh, review my day, uh, I might read some uh, scripture. Um, I might uh, just prep for the day, go get some exercise, and then I'm off to the races. I don't do anything crazy. I used to do like when I before I had kids, I started doing uh, a pretty thorough morning routine. But once I had kids, it, it started to become a situation where I had to pick the most important things. And for me, it was making sure I'm hydrated making sure I get some kind of movement in. It's kind of that hashtag that you may have seen on social media, morning movement. Uh, it's either a workout or some cardio. Super, super important to get to kickstart my day. Whether or not I get another training session later in the day depends on the day. Um, could be where I lift later in the day and I walk in the morning. Could be uh, lift in the morning, do something uh, lightly active, light, light activity later in the day like a run or maybe nothing. Maybe just stretch for 30 minutes while I do some work. Um, but at the end of the day, a morning routine is important. I would say it's definitely important. You don't want to wake up and not have any clue what you want to get done. Um, you do want to start your day on the right foot as much as possible, especially if you have a lot of chaos in your life, right? Like if you have kids who are in different schools, if you have a spouse who maybe works one area and you work somewhere else, and then maybe you're working from home three days a week now, it's like, you know, you just want to create some kind of normalcy. And sometimes you might have a different morning routine for different days. And that's totally cool too. Just, it's a good idea to have a roadmap, right? Of like, hey, this is what I like to do in the morning. Simple, right? Like I talked to a guy yesterday who was like, you know, I like to get up. I like to get work done for two hours. Then I take my kids to school. Then I come home and work out. It's like, cool. Like that's a morning routine. Makes perfect sense. 
right? It sets you up for success. It's not like, hey, I get up, I go to McDonald's, uh, eat you know my first meal at McDonald's, and then uh, I go lay on the couch for two hours. Like that's that's not a great morning routine, right? That's probably going to lead you to uh, probably not the results you're looking for. But at the end of the day, you don't have to do the cold shower. Like you don't have to do the the butter in your coffee and all the things that everybody claims they do, which personally I think is probably BS about 99% of the time. Just sounds cool to write and put on paper. But hey, you could also one one thing that I will give you, like this is this is something that has worked for me in the past, is gratitude journaling. Um, so you just write down three things you're thankful for. You could literally just voice record it in your phone, uh, or or you could write it on your notes in your phone. Just three things you're happy with, grateful for. Um, it's really important sometimes to do that. I, I need to get back to that. I'll, I'll literally publicly say right now that I got to get back to doing that. And, and maybe I'll start posting on my social media so you guys keep me accountable. Uh, because for real, it, it helps. It gets you in the right state of mind. Uh, and it's pretty fun because you start to be thankful for things that you just forgot about, right? You're like, man, I'm, I'm a pretty lucky person. Even if things are struggling in one area of your life, you have this reminder that you've created for yourself where you go, huh, life's not so bad. Right, I got this, this, and this. It's pretty cool. I always did three things. You know, there's, I guess, some magic to the number three. I don't know, but maybe it's four for you. Maybe it's two for you. Maybe it's just one. Whatever, you get it done. It's a cool thing to add to your routine. Also, could be your nighttime routine too. By the way, I think nighttime routines are underrated. What you do before bed, getting off your phone, turn the TV off, relaxing, turn the lights down, maybe reading a book. And uh, getting in the right state of mind to get good sleep, which we sh- we could cover nighttime routines on a future podcast. But keep in mind, your nighttime routine often leaks into your morning routine. All right, cool. So let's talk about the key habits. Question number three: the key habits that have helped me get in shape and stay in shape. All right, I'm only going to mention a couple because I don't want to overwhelm you with things. Um, because really, honestly, there there isn't a whole lot of key habits. I would say there's you know, a handful. Um, but there's three that definitely stick out to me. Um, one of which is intermittent fasting. This is just, uh, timed eating windows, right? So basically I wake up at you know, somewhere between six, six thirty, seven, depending on the day. Sometimes if I'm very lucky, like, you know, I'll get a little extra sleep, but it's rare. Um, so I wake up and I have some water, maybe a little caffeine from like a, a supplement and I'll do my morning movement. I'll get my work done. And then I don't really think about food till mm, probably about middle of the day or even later if I'm not that hungry. Like today I can already tell you as I'm recording this, I'm probably not going to eat till two or three, heck even four in the afternoon. Okay, because I'm just not hungry. Now, what I do is I drink plenty of water and I might have some caffeine like or I do have some caffeine to blunt my appetite, may have some additional caffeine middle of the day if I'm starting to feel a little hungry and I want to push it even further. Uh, What I also include is electrolytes, okay, sodium, magnesium, potassium uh, to ensure that my body has what it needs to perform uh, to fully uh, energize my body. So I do that and then um, have my first light meal, typically light meal to break my fast, something like under 400 calories. And that kind of kicks me 
all the way to dinner, which is my biggest meal of the day. Typically upwards of 1,200 calories, maybe even more, 1,500 sometimes. So then I'm sitting right around 1,800 to 2,000 calories at that point, and I'll finish my night off with another two to 300 calories later, probably around like nine or 10. So I'm eating from, you know, three, two o'clock to, to nine o'clock roughly. So like somewhere usually between an eight hour to sometimes four hour eating window. And then the rest of the time I'm not eating. Uh, is there magic to this? No, but it's just really hard to overeat when you only have a small amount of time to get your calories in. Now, sure. Could I overeat? Yes. But the other habit that I focus on that I'll, I'll give you now is focusing on high protein, moderate to high protein, and then mixing carbs and fats into my nutrition so that I get really, really satisfied. Okay. And I'm choosing foods that fill me up versus foods that are processed that don't give me any kind of satiating feeling. All right. So I, real food as much as possible, potatoes, rice, um, sometimes I'll do English muffins, some healthier, high fiber wraps, uh, vegetables, fruit, oatmeal sometimes, not all the time, but here and there. And then high protein, chicken, beef, fish, Greek yogurt, eggs, egg whites, okay, protein powder. These things fill you up and give you more satisfaction from your meal. It's hard to overeat when those are your primary food choices, okay? So tip number three is getting enough sleep. Um, sleep is crucial when it comes to decision-making, staying on top of your diet, choosing the right foods, not having an appetite that feels like it's out of control, um, and... It's just very, very, very important, okay? I know that some of you are trying to operate on five hours of sleep, and I would strongly encourage you to try to get at least seven, okay? Six to seven. Eight is probably where you want to be. Now, ideally, all of us would probably go to bed at like 10 and wake up at six every day and probably only wake up once during the night to maybe use the restroom, if that. Um, so going to bed with... Uh, a light stomach, maybe something small in your stomach like I do, like a late night kind of small snack, dessert, whatever you want to call it. Um, you know, the problem is everything that we typically enjoy entertainment-wise comes on late at night, right? So like if you're into sports or if you're into a show or an event, typically it doesn't come on TV till like 8 or 9 at night and it's over like at 11, 11.30. And then you've been watching a screen for a couple hours and you're just wired, right? So it's hard to like get in that routine. I would encourage you to most nights try to get in bed and just turn off the TV, DVR something. If you really want to watch something, you can watch it the next day um, and just try to get that sleep in because it helps you stay on top of your diet and training. Super, super crucial. So I would say those three and then the bonus tip would be that it's important to get your steps in every day. Okay, so move your body every day. Number of steps will vary depending on the person, but get your steps in every day, move enough so that you burn more calories and that you stay active, you feel healthy, you feel more energized, okay? And try to walk outside if you can, even if it's cold, bundle up, get some sunlight, all right? Very, very important for health. Okay, so those are the main things, the main habits. So that wraps up question number three. Um, bonus tip for you real quick. I've said it, I've said it before, I'll say it again. If you're struggling to get motivated, it's not because there's something wrong with you. It's simply because you're not doing anything to 
spark motivation, okay? Because motivation typically comes after you've taken action and started a process where you start to feel better and then you feel more motivated after that versus waiting to get motivated to take action and sitting around hoping that motivation somehow shows up. That's never going to work. It's never going to work because you're not going to ever, I mean, you might get lucky and something might, you know, you might spark motivation because of something you read or something you saw or someone gave you a piece of advice and all of a sudden you're motivated. But if you want to spark motivation every day, just take action. Do 10 minutes of that thing that you're putting off. And I guarantee 10 minutes in, you're going to feel a lot more inspired and motivated to get it done. Okay, lack of action is the biggest problem I see when it comes to not having motivation. So, my friends, that wraps up today's AMA. Hope you enjoyed it. If you haven't already, please subscribe to the show or consider subscribing. Leave us a rating and review if you have a minute and let us know what you think of the show. And be sure to ask questions on social or email me, Josiah at thetruetransformation.com with questions and I will cover it every single Friday. Uh, and if you haven't already, go check out our free guide, the Look Good Naked Guide. Just go to lookgoodnaked.co and download it for free today. I'll be back talking to you again here in a couple days, Monday, every Monday, Wednesday, Friday. Until next time, Josiah Novak, thetruetransformation.com. Talk to you soon. Peace. Thank you for listening to the True Transformation Podcast. Don't forget to leave us a rating and a review and subscribe to the show. True Transformation.